Hello there is the Shema podcast. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 4 says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. It's always a blessing to hear the word of God. Come along as we hear the word of God preached by his choices vessel, Dr. Anastasia Bruce. Now to today's episode. Father, we thank you for the blessing to hear your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Do you believe in grace? Do you believe at all in grace? Do you believe at all in grace? If you believe, then certain signs will show, certain things will show, certain behaviors of yours will show. But as it stands, I think God may not be too sure whether you believe in grace. Because if you believed, it will show in how much you pray. In how much you pray. It will show in what you do. How you believe. What you believe. Why am I saying it will show in how much you pray? Again, we look at Luke chapter 9, verse 29. The Bible says that, And as he prayed, speaking of Jesus, And as he prayed, The fashion of his countenance was altered, And his raiments were white and glistering, Or glistening. Hallelujah. Now, this is real or this became real because Jesus believed in grace. Mm -hmm. He believed that something from heaven could come down on him and make all the difference in his ministry. And make all the difference in his ministry. He had just spoken to his disciples. The Christ will have to suffer many things. Be delivered up into the hands of men. And you also will have to suffer things. You also will have to go through things. And be able to prove that you are not ashamed of me. So the calling to be great in the sight of God is not on a silver platter. It's a calling to suffer many things to become all that God has made you to be. And it is in this recognition, it is is in this awareness that we are pushed into the room of prayer. And then you realize that as we pray, just like as I said of Jesus, as he prayed, his face began to change. Grace began to shine on him and emanate from him. So, you see, Jesus went to pray in the night. 
because he believed in prayer. He believed in grace, first of all, and he believed that grace was what was going to multiply the little he had. When you read up in Luke chapter 9, even just before he, these sayings were said concerning his sufferings, he had just fed a 5,000 with five loaves of bread and two fish. And the Bible says he looked up to heaven for God's blessing to multiply his little and use it to feed the many. So if you think of your life as becoming or yielding or amounting to much in the sight of God, according to what God has called you to do, you realize that really you cannot make it by yourself. Really, you cannot do it by yourself. And it is that realization that should push you into more and more prayer. There should be nothing like, I'm praying too much. There should be nothing like, I'm spending too much time in prayer. Sometimes I get to, you may have that feeling. I have, sometimes I have that feeling. But we must persevere. We must pray more. And you see, anytime you start also having the feeling that, oh, you are doing something good too much. Uh, you, are, you are beginning to fall from grace. <laughs> you are beginning not to believe in grace. Because when you believe in grace, of course, before you believe, you have to know what it is. Again, okay, we have said that grace... Is that thing that comes from heaven to, to, to make your little much, to make your nothing something, to turn your, your bad into good? You know, it's just a changing power and a multiplying power. Okay? So when you believe in grace, when you believe in grace, when you know grace, you will believe in grace. When you understand what grace is, you will believe in grace. And you see, when you believe in grace, you will never really be satisfied with little good. You will always believe that there is something more ahead. There's something more. Grace, if grace is really at work in you, you will never be complacent because you understand that this power called the power of grace, Jesus Christ, that, 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 that power is able to always increase you, always cause you to abound, always cause you to move to the next level, always cause you to step into something higher and something better and something greater. You see, it will, when you understand this grace, you will always be forward moving. You will always be forward moving. You will always reach for more. You will always ask for more. Mm. Ask for more from the Lord. Ask for more grace from the Lord. More direction. More wisdom. More faith. Everything from the Lord. More wealth from the Lord. You see, and, and this is exactly what Paul was alluding to in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. 
when he said, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hmm. That though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor. That you through his poverty might become rich. You know the grace. You know. So this is how the grace of God demonstrated in himself. That though he was rich, and don't it's not it, you have to get the context right. This passage of scripture in Second Corinthians chapter eight was talking about the believers being encouraged to continue to put in their financial substance into the work of God and into 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 the ministry because they will reap what they sow. There is that direct link, you know between spiritual riches and physical riches. There's a direct link. There's a direct link by which you can translate spiritual riches into physical riches. So the Bible says that for you know the grace of God. You know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich. Check it out. Though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor. This is the way. This is the way of translation. Though he was rich. The word used as rich over there in the Greek translated into English means to be rich in in possessions, to abound in possessions, okay, and to be wealthy. In fact, the first word that is translated into is wealthy, okay, to be abound in riches, substance, okay. So talking about, so he's telling us that there's actually a lot of real wealth in Jesus or where Jesus comes from, heaven. There's a lot of gold, a lot of real substance, real wealth, real abundance, a lot of mansions, everything, okay? So we are talking about a very rich man according to a certain, a a very high standard, okay? Who lowered himself down into Poverty, because when he came here, he became like a poor man. He was not interested in any uh, clothing, fashion, uh, big houses. He was not interested in any of those things because he came to save. Hmm. So the Bible says, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, for our sakes. So that that is how we know. It was when he came down to this earth because he came for our sake. For your sakes, he became poor. Okay? That you through his poverty, what is the meaning of that? You through his poverty might become rich. What is the meaning of that? You through his poverty, he's not having anything or not interested in the things of this world. Mm. Right? 
bride. So his poverty was to demonstrate to us that we shouldn't start out being interested in the things of this world. That's right. That's the example of poverty in this world that he showed to us. Not interested in the, in the, in the, in the things of this world. Not interested in accruing and amassing. Even when he needed a car, a vehicle, a donkey, he had to go into the village, send his disciples to go into a village to get one for him. He was not interested in amassing wealth. That's not why he came. You see, the work of salvation is not compatible with such interests. If you really are set out to save. That's right. So, yet for your sakes he became poor. That you through his poverty, you following this method of poverty not interested in the things of this world, not interested in accruing things for yourself, not interested in getting this, getting that, getting the latest shoe, getting the latest hairstyle, everything, always on the run for the things of this world. You have to demonstrate a certain poverty which is not into those things, you understand? You through his poverty might become rich. <laughs> might become rich then that word is also rich as in rich in ab abundance of possessions really really so if you follow the method of Christ's poverty which is to say that you must have a heart that is not interested in amassing wealth for yourself per se because when you are on the pursuit for that you won't have enough room in your heart to truly save people or yourself to be truly saved okay so this poverty is able to eventually land us into riches. The Bible says that so that you through his poverty might become rich. So it is this kind of wealth that Paul is inviting to be the wealth that is used to build the church. Okay. The wealth that is gotten through the poverty that is like Christ's poverty. So that means that there is a wealth that you can step into when you follow Christ's example of poverty, not interested in the things of the world. How is this possible? The Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, Matthew 6, 33. And his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. So the poverty of Christ is, 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 is not interested, being not interested in the things of the world. And rather seeking the kingdom of God. And rather seeking to preach the word of God to people. 
and rather seeking to put the word of God on the lips of people and into the hearts of people and into the lifestyles of people. That kind of heart, if you follow and work in it long enough, when the right time comes, God will release abundance of possessions to you. And when he does that, by that time, you realize that it's just an add-on. So your heart is not really into the things, but you will have them so that you can use them to support the work of God. Okay, so this is the grace of God that he's referring to. Okay, this is the explanation of the grace of God says, but you know, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor. That you through his poverty might become rich. So, hallelujah. That you through his poverty might become rich. So, the grace of, the, of our Lord Jesus Christ is that he's very rich in glory. Okay? In the heavens, he's a very rich person. In the spiritual realm, he's a very, 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 you can't even begin to imagine, very wealthy man. Okay? But the physical expressions of his wealth are actually only a physical expression of his riches on the inside, right? Like his riches on the inside, the inside of his body, the inside of his being, okay? He's very rich inside him. And what is inside him? His word, okay? His wisdom, his blood, his life. The things that are inside God, inside Jesus, are the real substance of the physical manifestations of his wealth and glory. Okay? So... We are being invited to have an interaction with the things that are inside God. The real word of God, his wisdom, his prudence, okay, his will, his blood, his saving power, his intentions, his purpose. These are the things that are inside God. Um, that we are being called to know. So when we know these things more and more, you see that real grace will be communicated and transferred into us, which will give us power to now start working in poverty on this earth. 
Okay? That is to say that not being interested in the wealth, oh my God, of this world. Because you realize that there's something better up in the heavens from whence you come and to where you are going. There's something better there that has been downloaded into your heart through the word of God. Because just like um, you can have a, a soft copy of something, a soft copy of a, a, a word document or a picture, and then when you print it out, then you have the hard copy. Okay. So there's a soft copy of grace. And then there's a hard copy of grace. Okay. So the soft copy of grace, we'll look at that in a little while. In a little while. And we'll look at that and study that from Ephesians chapter 1. It is outlined there so clearly. What's the soft copy? The Bible actually calls it the richest of his grace, the content, the abundant content of the grace of God, the riches of his grace. Okay. So we are being called to know these things, then know the riches of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, you will want to know them because you realize how poor you are in the natural. If you think you are already okay in the natural, you, would, you wouldn't have a lot of need for the riches of his grace in glory. Okay? You won't have a lot of need for it. You won't need to pray. Okay? You, won't, you, say you don't think that is okay to pray because you think you are okay. You've got a some shoe, some new shoe around, you've got a, uh, 30 new dresses, you've got this, you've got that, so you think that uh, you have a house, you have a car, you have a good uh, career, nice marriage, you know, everything is all set and well and done, children and everything. So you, you are fine and don't have need for more. Is it that feeling? It's a feeling of I've arrived. I am wealthy. I'm okay. You you don't realize your poverty. You don't realize that inside you you are bones and and skeletons. Possibly. So it is the need. It is our realization of our poverty. Like you should realize that you don't have it all. No matter what you think you have in the natural, you don't have it all. That is the sense that will push you to want to know and interact and pray more for the grace of our Lord Jesus. Because it's about the richest gold mine you could ever imagine. It's the mine of his grace. Is the mine, M-I-N-E, like a gold mine of the grace of God. That's where all his riches are. 
Hallelujah. Follow me on the next podcast to get a dive or a delve into the riches of his grace. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is the grace of God, the knowledge of the grace of God, which is so abundant in glory that will keep us pressing on for more and never being complacent and never being tired and never being okay with where we are in the natural. So may the Lord add his blessing to his word as you have heard in Jesus' name. Amen.